The following podcast has been brought to you by Bonesaw Entertainment. Bonesaw Zine Dead Cam. Yeah, dig it. Welcome to Monopoly, everybody. I'm Chris. I'm Spaceman Frank. And we haven't been doing any shows for a while. Well, for several reasons. Um, most of that, well, the main reason was we were not sure whether or not we wanted to uh, axe this one. So this may or may not be our last Monopoly period and or maybe one of the last podcasts of the Bonesaw Network. Um, it's been a fun ride. It's been at least, we've been doing this for about three years now. And uh, well, we've been hoping to get more traction. It's kind of uh, it's kind of gotten to a uh, to a head, and it where it hasn't really grown and it hasn't shrank, it hasn't shrank, shrunk, shrink. Um, but either way, we yeah, it hasn't quite gone the way that we were hoping that it would be at this point. So we're not sure what to do. But however, we are still going to talk about SummerSlam, and we are also going to have a, uh, uh, our very first guest on the show, actually. Uh, we'll be introducing him at some point, but uh, he is, um, he's an interesting fella, to say the least. He, oh, yeah. he's also, he also scares the crap out of me. Um, also, not to mention, something, 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 Chikara Pro King of Trios, this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, something, something, at the uh, Palmer Center, on 4100 Green Pond Road in Easton, Pennsylvania, 18045. Not sure why that's in my head, but something tells me that everyone should go to this, and it has nothing to do with our guest. Usually some, usually laughter and what the hell, and or what the hell is this? And or this person has a cool mask, but it has, it gets its own reaction and it's a pretty unique brand of wrestling. We've talked about it here and there on the show, but if you get to go to a Chikara show, you should go to a Chikara show. They're a lot of fun and they're usually like around like $20, $30. They're not very expensive and you don't have to worry about, you know, any swearing or any like. Or anything that would bother your kid if you got him. This is actually the perfect thing to take your five-year-old to. It's like if WWE won PG, but was good at the same time. Yeah. I mean, that's, I enjoyed SummerSlam weekend. I'm not. I'll take that back. It's if they're consistently good. Yeah, there SummerSlam. Go. It's SummerSlam weekend wasn't bad. NXT, of course, was amazing, um, but we are not going to talk about that because we hate all of our fans, just like Death Clock. Yeah. We're just, we're 
Oh no. Did Vince pay you? I I mean, I don't know. I've got Brimo tattooed on my wrist now and it burns if I don't mention her on a podcast every twenty four hours, so I've joined a lot of podcasts recently. Yeah, you must be working around the clock. I, I call into different radio shows, I'm like, Hey, you know, free mode is happening here. Oh thank God, the fire is going away. Oh Jesus. She's right. a fucking witch Oh boy, well, let's get into P-Mode, and by P, I mean podcast. <laughs> let's just clarify that. No, not pre-show. No, we're, skip- we're, skipping, we're skipping the pre-show with the honorable mention of, uh, of the B-Team. Of the B-Team beating the Revival, because, you know, the Revival is a joke now. But I do like the B-Team. Sure. It's only Holy crap, it really is one sentence. The guy who used to be in the three-man band got let go when it made a really kick-ass name for himself, dominated the world, kicked ass in NXT, got moved up to the main roster, and now nothing. He's in a stable with Dolph Ziggler where at least they have a cool tag team finisher. He gets to hang out and watch his friend win matches. Doesn't that sound fun? Nope. (laughs) Yay. Uh, but this was a pretty good match, actually. Like I, I, I was actually really shocked when, like, uh, when when Rollins did the, um, you know how he does, how he usually does that, um, that slinky suplex from the top rope into the Falcon Arrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I loved. Uh, I I could not believe that he did the reverse suplex of that. He's a freak of nature for being able to do that. Yeah, I feel like I feel like moves like that. Like every time I see that, I'm always like, "How? I'm like, what is the point of that move if they don't if they kick out every time? It is it's probably more ridiculous than his actual finisher. If you if you take into like to degree what the real world implications would be, which is one a ton of whiplash, two a crap ton of pain, followed by another bit of whiplash and crap ton of pain. This time in the other direction, like. You'd be too discombobulated in reality to, to, to kick out of that. I don't know why that's not a finisher. I mean, it, if you could hit that every night, like, make it your fucking finisher, man. But, yeah. I mean, the curve stop is cool. I, I do appreciate I that they brought it back because he really needed his know. own identity of a finish. My big problem with this match was, like, all right, we saw these guys trade, like, eight or nine, like, pins at Extreme Rules. They fought the clock. The clock turned teal on everyone, and then it's just like, oh, just wrestle, just normally now. It's like, well, you're gonna add something to this? Nope. All right, fucking whatever. 
Well, at least they went 22 minutes. Which is one the which is one of three twenty something minute matches. Everything else was about everything else was less than eleven minutes. Was less than fifteen minutes. Some say you can still hear SummerSlam happening in the wind. That's just how it all works. Oh boy. <laughs> and then you, yeah, it was fine. It was good. Yeah. Step one. I'm not gonna complain. No, I thought that was fine. Yeah. They're all still good at their jobs. Dean Ambrose came back and looks really jacked now. So, you yeah. know, we've got that. Where will yeah. it go? I'm not sure. Uh, they, they've since reunited as the Shield, kind of, again, I guess. We'll, we'll get to that later. Um, mm-hmm. then, we ha- then we saw the New Day with uh, Big E and X-Wood. Just, uh, just being the guys who were in the ring, Kofi's on the outside, beating the Bludgeon Brothers by DQ for the uh, tag team titles. Oh yeah, and uh, the Seth Rollins matches for the Intercontinental Championship. By the way, uh, <laughs> just thought we ought to put that in there. You know, um, this match was okay. I really like wasn't paying very much attention to it. It wasn't terrible, but I just wasn't really that interested. Um, and then, uh, and then the Bludgeon Brothers. The Bludgeon Brothers came in with their hammers and uh, just beat down the New Day, which was fine. You know, their heels, they should be getting, they should be doing heelish things. Uh, even though the hammers look pretty ridiculous and they're been, nobody is trying to sell that they're heavy. I mean, is there like a soft material that also weighs like, like, could they just not like wrap a kettlebell in a fucking hammer? Like, <laughs> like oh shit, watch out. I feel like the kettlebell is much heavier than the hammer. Well, like, you gotta add some oomph. Like, the problem is they swing it and it doesn't, they don't act like it's heavy, you know what I mean? No, I feel like if they drop it the wrong way, it'll just bounce up. (laughs) It bounces over their heads. Oh, shit. Like, that would be, that would work in Chikara. Would not work in any other promotion. Yeah, I was just getting to that. The actual, like, good match they had was on SmackDown, which was a fucking great match. Yeah. And then, of course, they had to take the titles off of them because Rowan's, you know, got he had to go get looked at and then find out just how bad his injury was, which, you know, it's not as bad as his last injury, which I believe was a tricep injury or something, but uh, it's some other arm-related injury now, and, you know, he's got to go on the shelf again. Yeah, so, that, I'll, I'll talk about, this also factors into the finish of SummerSlam, because I, I have a what? theory, potentially, but... No, I'm doing something right now. It wouldn't be without, without, without interference. So no, of course not. I know, I'm gonna keep it in. This is actually pretty funny. Oh yeah. It's not as bad. It's it's not as bad as like a full blown like Biff Tannen moment. Mom, I'm going to the dance. I'll be back when I get back. Oh my god. Oh, but yeah. I mean, do we need? I feel like we should just like. All right, that happened. 
that's um, that's what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. What the fuck was there? There's too many goddamn matches. Uh, the next like, one was uh Braun Strowman, in the first of several oh, squash man. matches. Braun Strowman defeating Kevin Owens in is this right? A minute and fifty seconds. This actually, in that in that time limit, this was actually very entertaining. I can't believe the build was longer than the match. Like the little video package was longer than this. The entrance, one entrance, was longer than this. It was. I like. All, but it was funny. I feel like WWE, WWE just trolls people like one. All the people were like, Kevin Owens gonna get the briefcase. He's gonna cash in, man. Yeah. It's gonna be fucking great. Yep. And then, No, we got none of that. We'll get to that later, too. But needless to say, Braun Strowman came in, ran over Kevin Owens. If Kevin Owens had lost, if, if Strowman had lost in any capacity, and I quote Wikipedia, he would have lost the money in the bank contract. Now, he lost emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, Kevin. I should call my dad. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, not of course not. I told my friends several times after they left. After after they left, then these then my friends are cat. Some of my friends are casual WWE fans who were they were the ones that were mad. Oddly enough, and I told them every year, every big pay per view ends in disappointment. Why are you surprised? It's just uh, you just have to you just have to not you just have to pretend you just have to take it for what it is and just go away. Oh, here's <laughs> you just gotta walk ass. away. You like them? You like Dean? You like Seth? Don't don't care. It's it's fine. He's right here with yeah. his buddies. They will throw Kurt Angle in again. That'd be fun. Like they try and they try and it, and like and it just shield. doesn't work. It you just like doesn't. I, I don't know. But, I mean, follow, following this, we got another legit good match that was a lot of fun to watch with the with the Raw Women's Champion, but not, not the Raw SmackDown. The good, yeah, there we go. I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I looked away from the Wikipedia article and I'm just like, shit, what happened next? <laughs> it all blends in. You can tell but, we're satisfied yeah. with the product. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed this a lot too. Like, car- hold on. He's uh, just thinking about this match. Chris needs to be. Yeah. <laughs> no, this match was actually really good, and um, like they just they had all the, they they just kind of did all the right things. Uh, I except I thought that um, I thought that they were gonna have Becky Lynch turn 
during the match and win the championship. That was that was one thing that I was thinking. Uh, it didn't happen. Oh, you we mean did... like Charlotte did? <laughs> yeah, we did get the, we did get the turn eventually after the match, but I feel like they dragged it out a little long. But the but the match itself was really good, and um, and you know Carmella, you kind you kind of thought that she was just going to get away like she has been. For the last few months, and uh, they actually did pull it. They actually did pull it off really well. Like yeah, I was not actually expecting Charlotte to win. Yeah, Charlotte or Charlotte uh, Carmella actually like she wrestled a damn decent match. She pulled off. She did. Shit, like, this is one of her best. Right, cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like it was a good match. Like there was a lot of twists and turns. Um. Not exactly what people were expecting, but expecting, but at the same time, it's almost more intriguing because now we have like the weird kind of meta narrative. Like, are they? Is she actually heal? Is she actually phase? Like, what's gonna happen? Because like, one of the weird things is it's mind blowing to me that Charlotte is built as genetically superior, but she's the good guy. Like, oh my god, look at this tall, like Amazonian blonde-haired Aryan lady. She's the good guy. Like, mm, that's kind of weird. But, um, yeah. Well, now the ginger's the bad guy, just like in real life. Or at least that's what TV has told me. Like, oh, uh, where's her soul? (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I just like that when Becky was being here up the crowd chanting, chanted, you deserve it. And I, like, legit was like, yeah, you kind of just snuck up on your friend and hit your finisher on her. Like, you're kind of a dick. <laughs> it's also mind-blowing to me that she's, like, I think she either tied for Stratus's record for most title wins or, like, was close. Like, in, in, like, five years, she's already, like, caught up to, like, the greatest of all time. Who we found out is going to be on the Evolution show or Revolution, whatever the fuck the ladies' pay-per-view is going to be. I think it's just Evolution with an E. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right, because Triple H named after a stable. Yeah. <laughs> the, the ultimate women's power stable, Evolution. <laughs> but, yeah, like, oh, Trish Thrash is going to be wrestling. But not against Charlotte, the lady who, like, tied her record. It's going to be against the lady who was killed IRL, but we can get to that later. Yep. Uh, but as much as I'm complaining, it's like, yeah, this was fun. This was a good match. I, We did get a monster of a match, and uh, speaking of monsters, I think I think it's about time we get to our uh, our, our very special guest. Oh, oh boy! Uh-huh. All right. Oh yeah, a whole lot of fun where that came from. Mm. All right. Thank <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Monopoly, everybody. And uh, for the first time, we've got our um, we we've actually got a guest on the show. Normally we just shoot the shit on pro wrestling and we talk about what we liked and what we didn't like and what we'd like to see. But uh, for once we actually got we actually got a guest on this show. He's from Chikara Pro Wrestling, which if you don't know what Chikara is, it's a uh, family-friendly wrestling organization owned by Mike Quackenbush, and uh, it's it's actually pretty neat. They run their stuff out of uh, Pennsylvania, and uh, you know it's a it's a really nice thing to see. Everybody wears like lucha masks. It's a uh, it's a pretty cool show. We've talked about it here and there. I believe there's uh, an indie game coming out 
about it or it's come out, but or they were trying to do it. I'm not really too sure. I know they were doing something, um, but we'll put it to you this way: as it, it's as family friendly as you can get. The fans actually chant "Holy poop," and there is a stable called Los Ice Cream where rather than be violent and throw thumbtacks, they throw sprinkles, and people sell this. It's pretty hilarious. This guy is not hilarious. He's actually quite terrifying. Uh, he is part of the Proteus Wheel stable. And, uh, well, he's a big fella. This is, uh, this is frantic. I'm not in a mental institution interviewing anybody. I'm actually just in the quiet of my own home. And I don't know what I've gotten myself into. Um, Frantic, how long have you been doing this? The wrestling, not killing people, which I'm, I don't assume you do at all. Just Chikara. Not not the rest of the world yet. Specifically just Chikara right now. Did it end well, you know, for for you or anyone else involved? Did you win, is what we're asking. We Here. 
Because um, I worry about all those fans out in East in Pennsylvania. If you guys, if you're already this hyped and you're coming off a loss here. <sighs> Jakarta Pro's King of Trails Tournament is the largest tournament in all professional wrestling with 48 different wrestlers participating. <laughs> Many huge stars from the United States and all across the globe. Mighty <laughs> Molly, Toshi, Tokyo Pro, Toshi, Freedom Fighters, many stars from across the globe. But they have not received the genetic superiority that comes along with Professor Nicodemus's treatment. But this really is real. It's made us more resilient. It's made us stronger, faster, smarter. There's no way that any of our teams will be able to stand against us. Jesus. Yeah, I've seen a lot of heavy metal bands in my time. I've seen a lot of things that I'm not proud to say that I've seen, but I can't imagine what's going to happen here at King of Trios on starting this August 31st here. If, you, if you're this hyped up, man, I can only imagine what seeing you in person would do. Um, I'm not sure what, what's going to happen here, but I mean, oh, I mean, this guy frantic here, I'm glad this isn't a phone call or a video call because I'm not sure if I can handle this. Are you saying that you wouldn't be able to handle if I saw you in person? I would, I would probably, there'd be holy poop chance for me because I'd be on the floor there. Um, there, there might just be poop. Like, it, it might not be holy. I think there might just be poop. So, 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 tell us about Professor Nicodemus and how the how he found you guys and just and and well, what did you do before this? Where, where, you know, before you were genetically enhanced, what what happened? How how did you go from being the artist formerly known as Frantic to becoming? Professor Nicodemus's greatest creations. Okay. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm sorry, you know, 
So, so tell me about Professor Nicodemus and his um, mannerisms. What what does he do to get you guys motivated? Yeah, like how did how did you guys come together? Sounds like a nice oh, guy. That's a, I'm, from what I'm hearing here, I believe you, man, but there's a lot of strong competition in King of Trios this weekend. I mean, you say yourself you're coming off a, you're coming off a loss here, so I'm, I'm digging what you're saying, Mr. Frantic, and believe me, I don't want to cause any trouble, but what's going to push you guys over the edge? Are you getting new treatments for this, or are you just staying the course? Like, I'm just curious, because... I'm liking what you're hearing, but again, you did admit you did lose this weekend up in Canada. Uh, 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 let me break down for you what's going to happen. Uh, uh, like I said, there are 48 wrestlers uh, in the King of Trios tournament. Three of which are the Project Leo, and we will become the 2018 King of Trios. Uh, uh, we will defeat 12 of those wrestlers on our way to becoming the 2018 King of Trios. Uh, 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 33 wrestlers will be strangled in their sleep for not backing down. For not backing down, knowing that they are in the same tournament as the glorious wheel. As for you, once we become the 2018 King of Trios, once we more than you will ever 
of the competition all i can say is you probably don't need it but best of luck to you frantic best of luck to the proteus wheel and uh I, well chikara i really i really hope you know what you got yourself into by letting these guys in Closing statements. King of Trios, night one, is uh, this Friday, August 31st at uh, 7.30 p.m. at the Palmer Center, also known as the fun Pled, uh, the Funplex. Uh, in, uh, it's like a suplex with fun. It's at uh, 4100 Green Pond Road at uh, in Easton, Pennsylvania. also at the Palmer Center on Saturday and Sunday. Well, we hope to see you there, and, uh, well, we hope to see you alive. Chris, if I don't make it through this weekend, take care of Sonia. Okay, I will take care of Sonia. Take care, Sir All Frantic. Right. We we appreciate your time, and we, we feel sorry for the rest of Jakara. still with us? I mean, Frank, are you dead? <laughs> I mean, I'm looking out the window. Um, me too. Sonya hasn't started barking. You, you gotta promise me you're gonna take care of Sonya after that. Uh, yeah, I will. I'll, I'll drive right up to Buffalo and I'll just bar Sonya. I'll tell you you're very nice. There you go. I'll, 
I'll, I'll tell her that a bad man took her, uh, that took her owner away, and then then we're gonna have to just go on a giant goose chase, and well, we'll probably both get murdered too. Maybe not Sonia. I just hope Dude, that. All right. I just hope Boy, Professor Nicodemus doesn't do anything to Sonya. You rob at a dog. You can do it. That sounds like a TV show. <laughs> but, yeah, then we moved on to the, the main event, or at least the way I saw it. Like, yeah, this is what should have been the main event, especially if, uh, especially if they were worried about people leaving, which is why they pulled a certain stunt later on in the evening. But we had a uh, we had Samoa Joe defeating AJ Styles by DQ for the WWE Championship. But you know what? Normally I hate DQ finishes, but this actually worked and it made perfect sense. And not for nothing, given the sh- the little amount of time that they had to build this match, they did a really good job making me care about it. They did a really good job making it personal. Um, I actually really appreciated the way that they did everything. This is one of the few times that they have gotten something right. Unlike the last feud for the WWE Championship, which basically turned me off to the product completely. At least they learned. They learned, like, oh, people will care about this because it's a quote-unquote dream match, Miles. But they actually, like, put thought into it, or more likely AJ and Samoa Joe put thought into it, and they went with it. (laughs) But, holy cow, this match was, it wasn't, like, a super, like, it, I, I'm glad that it wasn't because it does. It shouldn't be. Matches should not be spot fests. Like it was just like, it's a, like for the most part for me, it's about the pacing and the psychology. It's not about how flashy you can, like what flashy move you can do next. Because if it doesn't beat the guy, then I don't care. No, I did not. Alright, I'll have to send that to you. Like, I... It literally, it's just like the WWE Chronicle thing. It just follows him around from, like, around April, like, Mania time to SummerSlam. Okay. And he does it in character. And, like, he has, like, those candid moments, but also, like, he's definitely, like, especially when it comes to, like, the feud and everything, he's just so good. Like, I, I really want him to win. Unless you pair him with unless you pair him with Roman in a match that's too obvious that Roman's gonna win. I'm actually I'm actually surprised that that I'm actually surprised that Vince didn't blame it on Samoa Joe and de-push him. Yeah, AJ snapping, which we haven't seen an angle like this in a long time. So I was, it was, it felt fresh. 
And it was still PG. I don't know if the blood was intentional, but it definitely added. And it was really great when his daughter afterwards, um, when he's holding her, and she's like, Daddy, you're bleeding. And he was just like, holy crap, I am bleeding. I'm sorry. (laughs) Little lady AJ, like, must be on the payroll, because that was just perfect. Like, I am just, I'm ready. Like, just announce it's going to be Hell in a Cell. Please, like I really want, I really want to see the Hell in a Cell match, and I hope that they actually do bleed, like for real. I hope they let them bleed. They probably won't, but that's okay. And like, also, I really want Joe to win because I think he, I think he should win, and then they should go to a rubber match. Just as long as the rubber match does not have AJ Styles' kid and/or wife's custody and marriage license (laughs) uh, suspended above the ring. Because it's a pay-per-view about women who are not objects. They get slow. By WWE. We're we're hip with the times. Joe could be the only person to win win the DNA or Impact, whatever you want to call it, Ring of Honor and WWE Championship. Like, he deserves it. Just give him, even if it lasts like six days, give him the fucking belt. Yeah. Yeah, I would personally have. I mean, I think that the cool way to go about it, to like to to get the most out of this one, would be to um, would be to have Joe win the belt at Hell in a Cell, and then at Survivor Series, just have it be like Team AJ versus Team Joe, where it's just like you know, all of like the thug dudes are like are, are all for Joe, and then you know, and then like maybe they can like say a couple of things about AJ's wife too if they still want to keep it going. And then versus like AJ and the Valiant Heels, which I guess this is kind of like old school booking, which means it probably won't happen. Um, and, you know, they draw it out and then possibly at either TLC or Royal Rumble they, or uh, actually, no, they, they could have the match at TLC, have um, have Joe do, you know, something messed up and, and, and just and just win somehow. Maybe he gets help from somebody. I don't really know. And then he's like, AJ, you got to go to the back of the line. And then AJ wins the Royal Rumble and then beats him at uh, WrestleMania for the title. And then we get one really great story just with a, with a really good slow burn that everybody'd like to see. We're not going to get that, of course, but it's wishful thinking. <laughs> What's really going to happen is Roman Reigns is just going to decide that he just wants to be champion of everything. And he's and then he's just gonna win, and then that's what we're gonna get. He's gonna hold every belt, including and he's including both women's championships, and he's gonna defend those at Evolution too. It's Roman versus Ronda. Who will win? <laughs> in the most unbalanced match in history, it'll be called an unbalanced match. The competitors yeah. will have to balance on the tightrope while touching all four corners. If they fall, yeah, like, then they have really to get back up and thing. start over again because they would do something like that. They do the American Gladiator thing where like, they have the giant Q-tips and they're on like, the balance beam. Oh, like, no. This... <laughs> Rondo, you may have tapped 
Oh no. At Evolution. A pole balancing match. On a women uh, on, on a women oriented pay-per-view that's supposed to empower them. WWE. They would actually do this. And why not why not just suspend Ronda above a shark cage on a pay-per-view that is geared towards women empowerment? I could absolutely see WWE doing this and not thinking anything was wrong with that scenario. Oh, well, I really hope that they don't do anything like that and they actually just have a bunch of really good matches, which they probably will. Hopefully they just let Triple H be in charge of that pay-per-view because then it'll be fine. Because it has to be good. It has to be good. They can't afford to screw that up. I hope it is. I, like I, I think I think it will be. All kidding aside, I think it will be a good pay per view, and I'm really looking forward to it. I'm also looking forward to watching it with my girlfriend because she really got a kick out of the May Young Classic. It's gonna be better than whatever generic B pay per view they're gonna put on. Oh, that's for like, sure. No, that was after this next match. Um, we got The Miz and Daniel Bryan, which oh, went ex- yeah. which oh, went exactly oh, the way that I wanted it to. It was the longest match of the night at 23 and a half minutes. Um, the, the, the Miz, uh, like th- this match was building for years. Um, and I mean, even though they had fought a couple of times in the past, you really didn't remember it too. It was, you didn't remember it too much because it had been so long. And... You know they 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 just they they really gave us a really nice video package before that where it was showing the Miz being Daniel Bryan's pro and um, and just them not quite getting along from the start and then it shows Daniel Bryan's retirement and then it shows his other retirement you know it shows when he when he won the title and then lost it and then had to relinquish it and then he, when he won the Intercontinental title and he had to get rid of it because he had to retire and then the Miz just gloating and and and. Um, and the whole thing with, um, with uh, oh God, what was it, uh, Talking Smack, where the Miz just went off on him, and it just kind of kept showing, you know, Miz just telling him, you can't wrestle anymore, so why are you even here? And, and then he just, he gets the clearance, which I, which I don't, and I still don't completely agree with, but whatever, his, his wrestling style has been toned down quite a bit. Um, from what he from from how it used to be, and you know this match was really good. It told a really great story. They didn't have to do a whole lot. It was mostly just kicks and taunting. There really wasn't that much that they had to do, and it was a really well done match. Yeah, also, like, this was one. Of, this was probably like if, between AJ Styles and Kevin Owens and Braun Strowman and. This like this match was the third match that everybody wanted to see. Yeah, like it was it was a good match. Like at some points, I felt like like personally, I was like, all right, this is gonna like kick up into a higher gear at some point. 
it didn't have to. Yeah, I don't think it'll be. I don't think it'll get to that, but I was really glad with the way that it went down. I was part of me was actually hoping that the Miz would win in a really messed up way, and I was really happy that he uh, that they did like the whole his wife gives him the brass knuckles thing because that was perfect. Because when was the last time we saw brass knuckles? And it hasn't been done that well since William Regal. Like I really liked how he did it. He's going to throw the baby at him. He's going to toss the baby for real. (laughs) Like, I was legit expecting, like, baby's dad instincts would kick in. Like, oh, we don't need to practice this spot. I'm just going to throw the baby. I know you'll catch it. And I'm going to, like, kick you in the head. And then you're going to toss the baby to me again. (laughs) But, uh, like, it was was well done. Like, you know, I was kind of going in expecting, like, oh, it's going to be a bloodbath. Like, they're going to fucking... We're going to get more. Granted, I don't know if I want to see the mixed tag match. I'm not. Yeah, I didn't think that that was where the second chapter would go. I mean, I guess it's semi-logical. But at the same time, you know, could could they do it? No, I mean, I actually would have preferred just a match where the two wives were just on the side. But if they're going to do this instead, then, you know, all right. felt like that in a long time it's honestly just felt like oh great they're trying to cram as much into this as possible every year it's just like oh great they're making the pay-per-view longer yeah, and then it's, it's just like oh much. of course Brock Lesnar's in the main event let's see what let's see how they can disappoint us this time with some controversial ending Yeah, some of it did. Thank you. 
I'm sure they are. My stock was happy, <laughs> which made me happy. I, my ex roommates, I convinced them to buy the WWE Network stock or the WWE stock, and literally, it's like the only thing. Like, it's keeping them like in the in the black. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we can just do whatever we want. The WWE stock just keeps going up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, it, it's like that episode of Hey Arnold when um, what was the girl's name? The rich girl. Was it Rhonda? Was that her name? Yeah, Rhonda, Rhonda Rousey. Yeah, yeah, that one. No, no, um, no, her name was Rhonda. Yeah, okay, I thought it was. Where, like, where she has to be poor because her parents' uh, investments tanked, and, like, they can't go away to Aspen, so, like, so like they, so, like, she has to just wear, like, regular clothes, and, like, she has to, like, buy school lunch or whatever, and, mm-hmm. like, she has a hard time adjusting, and then towards the end of the episode, when she finally makes friends again... Like, well, like when she's and like, like oh, everybody, we, yeah, her parents are like, oh, actually, our all of our investments just went right back up, so we're rich again. And she's like, oh, all right, screw you guys. Two, two random Hey Arnold questions for you, real quick. Sure. One, didn't she live with Arnold in the boarding house, aka the apartment complex? I think she did. I think she did. Oh. All right, I got. I gotta rewatch that show. Like he came and went really quick, but yeah. I, I realize I have three questions now. We're gonna keep this all in. We're gonna this is the Hey Arnold podcast. Monopoly is that this <laughs> is the Hey Arnold cast. Um, second question. I, well, this isn't really a question, but I remember like the Gino Spumoni, aka Frank Sinatra. Yeah, when I they do prepared you for life because because like because as you got because as you got older you know like when that eventually did happen to like to you know to your elders or like just you know somebody's grandparent or something you just kind of went to the wake or whatever and you were like yeah they do get old and die i know yeah it's like you don't say that to that kid you could say that to you could just said that to Gerald or anybody else or Harold or whatever, and they would have been like, "Yeah, they do." But you don't say that to the kid who lives with his grandparents. It's already bad enough he's got a football shaped head. <laughs> and the third random question is, all right, how did the cap sit so perfectly on his head? I he he must have shaved that spot so it fit. But like they never say it that that show took place in New York City. Oh, come on, it did. Yeah, I was going to wonder, like, as watching it as a kid, we were just like, yeah, they live in New York City. No other other city is that diversified and looks like that. Like, I feel like they show, like, the Statue of Liberty as, like, oh, no, it's the big city. We think he's a log cabin just right in the fucking middle. Yeah. We'll just review some Hey Arnold episodes. 
That's I would I would like that. Can we just do that normally? Can we, we just talk? We could just talk about just like just old, we could just, just talk about Harold's more. Yeah, yeah. Screw wrestling. All right, speaking of that, let's talk about another squash match. One minute and 35 seconds, Finn Balor defeated Baron Corbin. Enough said. Baron Corbin, I'm glad he shaved his head. That's uh, Finn, Bar- Finn Balor, good job bringing the demon thing out. All right. I, I, can't, I can't make fun of Baron Corbin's hairline anymore. I'm kind of sad. Him and Dean, they, they, they were listening and they got mad. Yeah. That's all I'm going to add. Well, that's all right. I've found a Finn spot. So I I feel for these fellas. That's something else that they should have taught you on. Hey Arnold, when you get old, your hair begins to fall out. <laughs> I mean, he can realistically have a skull. Like back to Hey Arnold. Yeah. Like, if he's looking back his hair, he can be Paul Heyman. He's got a baseball cap. Yeah. pictured Arnold with like a strapping young lad shirt on. My name is Arnold Noah's name. <laughs> oh man, I would really like that show now and like and and they just put on like they, they just put on like one of like the they just put one of the like SYL or Devin Townsend songs and it's just like Oh god. Oh man, could the theme song be Shitstorm? But man, I really wish that I would have. I really wish that I would have seen them. I never had the chance to, but man, they probably would have been really cool. Like the, I think, like the only times where people that I know that I've seen them saw them was on like one of the sounds of the underground tours with Guar, and those were always in like Poughkeepsie or like somewhere random. I did see him once as in doing his solo project, which was really great, and I'd like to see him again. There's, he, he makes a lot of fart sounds. There's a lot. There's, there's a lot of poop jokes in the like as banter. What? Yeah, the strapping young cast. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Continuing in Espanol, marca el tres. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right. Shinsuke Nakamura beats Jeff Hardy for the United States Championship. I'm glad that they at least gave him a title, um, but I, realistically, he probably should have had the WWE title from the AJ feud, but it was already just blown to hell that there was just nothing that they could do about it, so they had to give him... I guess a consolation prize is like, hey, listen, dude, we're really sorry that we made your biggest feud the worst piece of crap we've ever written since Katie Vick. Here's a championship belt. Yeah, wow, that that looked like it hurt like hell. Like that hurt me. 
Like, I couldn't believe that they made him go for that. Or that he just went for that. goes numb for eight weeks you need to stop what it whatever it was that caused that yeah and then well, our boy randy came out and did Ooh, nothing i hate that guy i've always hated that guy but like even though like the whole like weird thing which i, I don't really want to talk about because it was just gross with what with, with how he was uh greeting the writers I, honestly, it was just like, like I was yeah. like, I told like, like for the people that I knew that liked him, I'm like, see, I told you he was a jerk. I, yeah, I used yeah, a different word, like, but oh, that's like a classic rib. I'm like, fuck you, Jim. Yeah, I was like Jim. I, I was like Jim Cornette, like the voice of reason for most things. You can't go. You can't like. You can't say one. You like. You can't say something like if, if if like the president or a celebrity or something like that does something heinous. Or says something like really bad, you can't say, "Oh, we should hang him, or we should get rid of him, or we should execute him, or whatever." Or this is the worst thing. How can you do that? And then Randy Orton does something even worse for real, and you're like, "Oh no, it's okay. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a good old boy trick. It's it's fun. It's a party trick." Oh, Dusty would fuck people with a towel. It's like, yeah, he had a towel. On. At least he, he had the decency to have a towel. towel. I mean, still weird. But at least he had the towel. I've always, like, especially, like, towards the end of the year, I was like, I want to write, like, a thing like Randy Ruins the Year, but I just couldn't bring myself to, like, relive 2017 Randy and all the stupid, bad shit he did. And then 2018, he's just, at least he's a non-factor. He's just farting around with his dad haircut and his I still don't like him. I, uh, I, I, I never saw what the big deal was, and I never understood why WWE gave him as much credibility or anything, really, that he did. He, I never thought that he was that good. But, yeah, like, okay. Why, why if, did he show up? <laughs> I don't know. And on top of that, the guy has violated the wellness policy so many times that they've cre- that they basically created that one strike will go away after a certain amount of time rule for him, supposedly. I was just, uh, I remember too, like, I don't know if I'm down it's like, we're gonna have Randy Orton, and he's like, Call of Duty Zombies. I'm like, of course he fucking is. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, such a fucking bro. But, anyway, this fucking match was a thing. It happened. Yeah, it wasn't um, bad. It was good for what it was. We got enough, the, the, they got enough in for, the, the, for 10 minutes. It didn't go over, it didn't go under. I wasn't overwhelmed or underwhelmed. It was decent. So, I was happy with that. that. It was good enough that apparently Shinsuke signed with WWE like an extension. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I'm sure they offered him a really nice salary to stay. Yeah. I'm sure they did. He's, he's probably making good money. He did win the Royal Rumble. Like, I'm sure he, yeah. I'm sure he's made a good amount of money this year. So, we yeah. don't yeah, we do got to be happy about that. I just wish that the AJ feud was better and didn't revolve around punching each other in the balls like 
you know, kindergartners, but we got what we got, and uh, that made me stop watching WWE for a long time. Uh, probably on a consistent basis for a while. Also, we got NXT, we got the Mayon coming up. Yeah, so there's a few good things there. Yeah, there's a few good things there. But as far as the main roster goes, I, I cannot commit to it every week. I can maybe commit to it every other month oh, at this point. I'm sorry to say they announced their new 52 plan, 52 pay-per-views once every week. Oh, no. Uh, they, they stole from DC. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> it's the month of hell to sell. Uh. <laughs> so, after all this, we got a match people were very hyped for. I, I assume unless I'm messing up the order again, Alexa Bliss versus Ronda. No, this is right. This is the third of four squash matches. I just like Jonathan Coachman. It's like, we don't... Alexa might have a plan. I'm like, no, she No, doesn't. she doesn't. She is going to get mauled, and that's kind of the point. I actually re- I, I, I really like this. It did exactly what it was supposed to do. Ronda Rousey looked like a legitimate badass as they've made her look as she is in real life because realistically, you know, can anybody in that ring actually touch her? No, she's great. Her mic skills need work. That's about the only thing. And the whole smiling thing. But glare at people and that's all you need. Yeah. She's so good with facials. Yeah. <laughs> did I wish we could have yeah. said that different. That 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 sounds terrible. Um, excuse my mind for being in the gutter. <laughs> she is good at looking mean at people. That's there better. That's, Much better. That's that's just spicy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like no, like I was kind of both with like Ko and Alexis. Like yeah, they're former champions. Maybe they should get their licks in. But it was still just like all right. Like especially with Miranda, it's like I don't imagine any. Whoever is, like, tuning in being like, oh, yeah, Ronda, we love her. Let's see how she does in the pro wrestling. I imagine they look at Alexa Bliss and be like, all right, like, if she, like, breaks the arm bar like Stephanie McMahon, we're just going to tune out forever. Uh, yeah, I really hate that. I, I still don't like that they, that, that they actually almost made it look like Stephanie had a chance at actually winning that match at Mania. But whatever, uh, that, that match was fine, and this match was actually really good. Like she just ran her over, and Alexa Bliss had had no real offense at all. And like Ronda was just, you know, she was playing it up old school to the crowd. Like she picked her up, and she was like, "You want to see me rip her arm off?" And they were like, "Yeah." And she was like, "How about now?" And then she like yeah. slowly went in for the kill when she finally got her in the arm. And, it, yeah, like and then, like, gets, Alexa like, Bliss the did the whole so double well. joint thing and, like, sold it so well. Like, I'm, like, I'm oh, proud of both of these ladies. Happening. I was like, oh, this is why this is happening. Like, Alexa, you got no elbows, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, he probably, he was, probably thinks that because she can do that, that she actually doesn't have elbows. <laughs> He's probably like, oh, you know, she doesn't have elbows. We're good. No, I, I, Vince, I have elbows. I can just, I, I, I can do this thing where they pop. I, I was a gymnast, like, forever before I did this. Like, uh, I'm also from Ohio, where we learn, where we figure out that we can do really, oh, yeah, really, really works. weird things. You know. <laughs> and he's been, you know, Vince, of course, is probably just like, oh, okay, so, so, 
do you have elbows or don't you? Because we could just get someone with no elbows. All right, Vince, fine. I have no elbows. That's why I can do that thing. Uh, well, like, yeah, like, it all kind of worked together. It was good. I don't approve of raccoon eyes. Like, I yeah, that was a little like, funny. <laughs> well, like, Rhonda plays for the crowd so well. Like, she gets, besides cutting promos, she really gets it. And I, I imagine, like, they might be, like, people are like, oh, like, they give her, like, months to repair and all that shit. Like, no, I think she just gets it. Like, she destroyed Foxy. Yeah. I was surprised Mickey James. I don't get involved. what the Poison Ivy thing is, but okay. Ah, uh, DC, you can't be Harley Quinn. Alexa Bliss is that person. Okay. You can't be Wonder Woman. That's Sasha Banks. <laughs> all right. There's no other. If that's what... Black Canary. <laughs> no, they can't do that. That would be really bad. I know oh, that. I, I, I know that. I know that. But if they went and called her Black Canary, it would just stir up the. It would just stir up trouble. She be uh, Zatanna. There we go. Yeah, Zatanna's cool. Uh, uh, but uh, like, I'm I'm all in. I was like, all right, she's gonna be champ. This yeah. Gonna be like our crowning. This is gonna be like the crowning moment. The only I thing is just. It. The only thing is just how um, the only thing that is just how do they take it off of her? Like it's got to be in a multi-person match now. I feel like they're just cause like it's like all right, she beats Steph, who's like a legit like you know. Uh, or they call up Shayna Baszler, and that's how they do that. Well, like, that's the other thing I'm worried about. Like I don't want to see like the four horsemen versus the four horsewomen, but like cause just because like I feel like. Pretty damn good. Like, she's pretty good, but she's good at, like as a character. You're not gonna see a lot of like crazy stuff from her. From her, mm-hmm. where I'm like, all right, like we still got like a lot of money matches. Like we got Ronda versus Sasha and Bailey and Mickey James and maybe even Trish Stratus because she's coming back for Evolution. Mm-hmm. We got. I would like to know, see that. Like, Yeah, I'm looking forward to Ronda Rousey's journey, too. Congratulations, Ronda. You have just beaten a good game. Well, what I'm not looking forward to is the rumor that, oh, we need our second biggest mainstream star, Nikki Bella. Yeah. I don't want to see that. Modern-day Kurt Angle, where it's like, I hope you don't break your neck. Yeah. (laughs) 
Please don't do that. Like, Nikki Bella's good. She's no. good, but please don't put her in the ring with Ronda Rousey. I don't want to see that. I want to see You're Ronda beat... So I want to see Ronda Rousey battle anybody else. I'd really like to see her against Trish, or it would have been really great. I mean, if Lita was still very much in ring shape, it would have been nice to see that. But I'd like to see Ronda Rousey versus... Um, Beth Phoenix would have been good if she can still go. I mean, they, they, there's a lot that there's a lot like what I'm saying is there's a lot more in that well that they can draw from that would give a much better match. Actually, Ronda Rousey versus Tony Storm would be really good. Oh, there you go. Do um, that one. There is a lot like that's why I'm like, all right, the ceiling for Ronda is super high because there's a lot of good matches there, but Nikki Bella is not one of them. Yeah. Nikki Bella is. Yeah, just if you're gonna bring Nikki Bella or both of the Bella twins back, just put them in a tag match. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. I don't know. Oh, one one thing that I'll say before we get to the main event and you know the disappointing finish that people have come to expect from SummerSlam, if not. All big four pay-per-views. I thought that uh, we can't really go too far. We we, got to mention the attire. And also with the Charlotte thing, or uh, during the Charlotte match, they brought out Natalia, but she didn't do anything. And they didn't, like, show... They didn't show her where she was besides just walking out. But we didn't see where she was. I get why, but... Uh, that was a little weird because she didn't add anything to the match. It was just kind of like, what was she doing there? Like, they could have at least made her do commentary. Yeah, but I assume it's, I assume we're going to get that match eventually. I'm sure we will. I just think that they could have used her better. Um, and the other but, weird thing, too, with uh, that match, before I, before I forget, I like that, like, Lana was, like, super excited, super happy. And she goes out and, like, makes out with her husband. It's like, all right, I don't need to see that. Like, you're reminding me that I'll never be able to date Ronda Rousey. Thank you very much. I'd be fucking terrified the entire time. But it's like, I did it, honey. We did it. It's just like, get this fucking guy out of here. (laughs) Okay. That and I thought the... No, I just thought that the I was just trying to change the subject. I thought the like I thought the attire was uh, I thought like I thought it was interesting how everybody was either paying tribute to um to the Hart Foundation or the Undertaker. That's all. Now you can keep like talking and now you can keep being jealous of Rhonda's husband, which also I'm I'm not fond that they did that either, but you know what? It was a feel good Rocky moment or reverse Rocky moment. I guess it was the Adrian moment. Yeah. Like, I guess he was a UFC fighter, but, like... I think he I was a trainer. Well, like, at the same time, it's like, oh, here's just some dude. Like, I get, like... It, one of the things with the Ronda Rousey is a lot of, like... To be real, like, a lot of, like, the women that I know who, like, follow combat sports or do combat sports, they're like, no, nah, fuck her. She, 
just like, eh, whatever, fuck Ronda, you know, she failed out at the UFC and, like, gave up immediately, and this fucking guy is like, yeah, maybe I'll try WWE, it seems like everyone really likes it, and it's just like, uh, there's a little too much, like, oh, we gotta get all the UFC people in here, and, like, if, if we get the mixed tag match of, like, Ronda and Mr. Ronda versus... Yeah, I hope that we don't. I hope that they don't do that. I feel like that would be really stupid. I'm I'm not even feeling like I understand that like all the four four horsewomen of the MMA are now like under WWE contract. But at the same time, it's like I feel like UFC has evolved to the point where it's like, oh, like the four horsewomen of MMA. Do you mean like Holly Holmes? Nope. Like Cyborg? Nope. Like, it's gone past, like, like, well, the thing is, that sport, you, like, there's just so many people that they're, that are just going in and out of that thing, and they're, and, like, you can't, like, you can't really keep, like, like, if you don't keep up with it religiously, every, like, four months, it's gonna be a completely new roster. Yeah. Like, it's very hard to keep track of, like, it's, you can't, it's very hard to keep track of it like if you're gonna watch it as a casual at a, at a casual level you're not gonna know the same you're not gonna know most of the same names in a few months that you did that you did if you watched this pay-per-view like by the next pay-per-view you might not know anybody on the card and suddenly they're the big guys and gals um yeah, like ufc like, is just too it, it's a very quick it's a very fast-paced everything in turn and like and that, that like, like it chews people up and spits them out and a lot of people just get hurt right away because it's legitimate. So, you know, you might see one match with that person and then they won't have another match for like a year and a half. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, I feel like people are, like, afraid to fight because it's like, I'm going to wait out and get my money. I don't know when the next time I'll be able to fight. So it's like, especially, like, with those other weight classes and stuff, like, it's just, it's hard to get into. Like, it's hard to keep track of. And all this crossover, like, it kind of also ties into, like, Matt Riddle, where it's like, yeah, Matt Riddle, like, I love him as a wrestler. But at the same time, it's like, well, who is he? Oh, he's like a UFC guy. It's like, oh, well, you know, there's too many of those guys already. It's like, don't hate on Matt Riddle. Like, it it, it kind of paints you in a brush where it's like, everyone's got to be, like, this tough, badass MMA fighter where it's like, I... I like people like Heath Slater and like people like that too. So like, I don't want those guys out of the job because they never choked out somebody in UFC and that smoked a lot of pot. Yeah. You, you yeah. Even, like parentheses like space did shoot that. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, sometimes but, it can't like with with too much info like like a little bit is a good is good too much is not so good because then it just yeah, is like well how many people are just doing this just because they couldn't make it yeah i feel like we're rapidly approaching critical mass for like oh but this guy was in ufc even though we're gonna we're gonna move on and the ufc guy is maybe coming back eventually but i think so like, i i don't think that he'll i don't think that he'll be daniel cormier we're talking we're, we're, we're getting into the main event everybody just bear with us <laughs> there we're, you go yeah, I don't think that, like, I, 
I'm not crazy. I, I've never been crazy about Cormier. I respect him because, you know, he's he's one of the better champions of all time, even though he has a very boring style. He is, he is one of the least entertaining fighters to watch, but he's smart because he just waits for the other guy to just exert all their energy, and then he pretty much just tackles them and sits on them. He is, like, he, an actual, like, good person. So it's like, no, he know, is like, a good yeah. guy. Let's get to this main event. So we got Roman Reigns beating Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship and achieving the one year ago hood dream. Uh, and I mean, just one year, you could add several more years to that. Well, that was before they had a Universal title, but you know what I mean. We finally got the WrestleMania culmination from God knows how many years ago that nobody wanted. We still didn't want it, but. And the storyline was basically built around Brock doesn't show up because Vince pays him so much money that Brock doesn't care. Which, if you were, if you think about it, and you were Brock Lesnar, like a few weeks ago, he had said on TV, "I don't watch the show." He's like, he told, he basically said on w, he what he said on WWE programming was there was a bar, there was a brand split. <laughs> yeah, like what he's like, he pretty much just said no. This show is garbage. That's why I'm not here. So, <laughs> but they were trying so hard. And it was just like, all right, this is super transparent. Right, but they still did. But it still didn't work. That's the sad thing. It still didn't work because when you thought yeah, about it, you were like, well, if I was Brock Lesnar and I was getting paid five hundred grand to show up, and I could say yes or no to whenever I wanted to show up, and I'm married to Sable, why the hell would I care? Of course I would phone it in. Why would they bring on Braun immediately? Braun shows up, it's like, oh, the guy we actually want. Yeah. Well, I thought, I liked that they did that, but at the same time, I was like, okay, so maybe, you know, he'll just be on commentary, or, like, he won't, or maybe he'll just make it a triple threat match, or maybe he won't just, you know, or, or, you know, he won't, or he'll do anything except just stand just outside the ring like just like casually dude. waiting, like 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 he's some guy in an elevator waiting for a job interview. He's like, I'm not a coward. I'm gonna sit here and challenge the winner. And he literally just sat there. It's just like, and then he's like, Oh, why are they beating me up? <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, uh, it's like you they, look like an idiot. <laughs> I think that they brought, I think that Vince brought out Braun Strowman and because he was afraid of what happened with Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns, where it was in New Jersey, which is, you know, next door pretty much to the Barclays Center. And it had a lot of the same fans who I'm sure if Braun didn't come out, they would have just walked out on the match too. 
So 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 they had so what so all Vince did was just basically throw in he just basically dangled a giant carrot named Braun in front of everybody and just said, Hey, maybe you should sit and and everyone was like, Oh, okay, he's gonna cash in after the match. I wanna see him win, so I'll just sit in my seat and I won't leave like I wanted to. Meanwhile, they knew that they weren't gonna do that. And that's why they had the ending that they had where the two of them just basically destroyed Braun and took him out of the equation. And after the cameras went off, he just got up while Roman Reigns was just celebrating in the ring and just, you know, went back home or wherever the hell seven foot something people go. Yeah, it was like, did you really expect this to happen? Did you expect WWE to do what they promised? Did you expect to get what you wanted after five to six, after years of not getting it? Why would this be any different? That's what I thought too. And of course, it was five minutes. So even if you wanted to get up and leave in that second, it's too late because it was already over by then. The only thing I liked from Roman, which I cut away from immediately, was when he won, he started yelling at Paul Heyman's face, and then they immediately cut away. I'm like, no, oh, I didn't even see that. Probably. <laughs> but, like, I'm like, that's perfect. Like, you can set up where it's like, all right, Braun, or Braun, Paul Amy gets, like, his new person, Robert Lashley, who wasn't <laughs> in this card, or Asuka. There's some conspicuous absences in this fucking card. But it's like, all right, we'll set up the next thing, and Paul will show up because, like, Paul now has, like, a personal thing against Roman, and that'll be great. But no, it's just like, I did it, everyone. It's me, Roman. Here my oh wait shit. Twenty four hours later, here's my cool friends. <laughs> yeah, and they were just like, oh okay, we need the shield now because we have to do something with Roman because no one is still accepting this. Why isn't anyone accepting this? Why isn't anyone accepting this? And he's like hitting the panic button, and the panic button is we broken. I don't know, and and then you know they just beat up Braun, so now it's like devaluing Braun, so it's just yeah, like I feel like they're like, all right, we gotta pump the brakes on Braun. It's like why though? Yeah, like you like I remember like when I last time I saw WWE was like during um, Goldberg's return and everything like that, like Goldberg versus uh, Brock, but like watching Braun wrestle, it's like. I'm like hundreds of feet away. I'm like that dude could kill somebody, and like you just watch the ring shake while he fucking does things. And it's like, why hasn't this guy won the title yet? Yeah. And like over a year later, it's like, why hasn't this guy won the title yet? <laughs> like, I feel like I three years here. from now we'll be saying, how has he not ever won the title? Twenty years from now we will be saying he never won a title. 
I no, feel like at this point, I'm expecting Nicholas to grow into it, to, to grow up, and just become <laughs> WWE champion before Braun Strowman does. What if Nicholas gets the Money in the Bank briefcase years from now and then cashes in the middle of Braun's match and Braun and pins Braun, and then Nicholas wins the championship? This is a, that's actually a good storyline. Nicholas, I trusted you. You're a buddy. <laughs> Braun, we had one match. I was like eleven, and then I had school the next day. I don't even know why you picked me. I like we. I don't know you at all. My dad's the ref. That's how I got to that show. Uh, it was a birthday present, and while it was awesome, I still had school. I'm 11. <laughs> like we're we're recording this during Raw, but honestly, what I hope for is like I don't care what like, happens. I'm disinterested. Probably, uh, and if that happens, then it might just be because because jo- because uh, JoJo wouldn't take Bray off the leash. I don't know. <laughs> but there's that, and then there's Manapra. I'm Chris. I'm Spaceman Frank. And if this is the last episode, it's all your fault. In the immortal words of Jim Cornette, thank you, fuck you, bye. Uh, and go to Chikara Pro. King of Trios. Hey. Friday, Saturday, Sunday at the Palmer Center at 7.30 p.m. 4100 Green Pond Road, Easton, Pennsylvania, 18045. Tickets are $75 which uh, for reserved for seating. What I really should have done was tell you the general admission, which is 25 That should be cool. You're going to have a lot of fun. Yes. I might not because Frantic's probably going to kill me. Yeah, you'll probably be dead. I'm going to take Sonya to to Chikara so so that she can watch the man who destroyed her best friend. And, well, that way she can plot her ultimate revenge. Your dog is basically Uma Thurman at this point. Either Uma Thurman or what's the name of the or what was the name of the uh, of um the the chick that um the first chick who Uma Thurman kills in Kill Bill who she kills her in front of the daughter with the cereal box gag. I'm not sure. It wasn't Copperhead, was it? Was it Copperhead or it wasn't Cottonmouth Cotton either? Cotton, maybe it was Cottonmouth. They were getting confused with Luke Cage. I feel like they're all snakes. They're all snakes. Uh, ah, you know what? I gotta Google this. I hope that's not the last. I hope that's not the last thing I say in 
I hope that either. Time, so we keep this going. Yes. <laughs> Go away, everybody. We, we, we had a good time. And if this is the last episode, then thanks for the ride. And if it isn't, well, see you next time. You'll just have to watch me write things instead. Or yep. read me. You'll, you'll just have, have to watch. Things, you'll just have right. to read, Frank. Unless he takes videos of him <laughs> writing. Then you can watch him write. That actually hasn't been done. It would probably be really entertaining. Oh, God. All right. All right. It's been fun. Yep. Hit fare thee well, everyone. Fare thee well. Well, 